Her name's Veronica, and she is proud to be back in the studio for Nerds and Luxury. There's Sosa, Montego, and Cedro the Bear. Mr. Wise, the white guy, it's true love they share. They talk all kinds of shit and tales of fuckery. Prepare to laugh out loud, it's Nerds in Luxury. <laughs> You're listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Death Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. I am your hostess with the mostest, Veronica Z. And to my left... What episode is this? 46. Did you say that? Yes, I did. Hashtag not my aerial. (laughs) (laughs) This is Montego Moreno. Sosa Vanal. Cedro. Mr. Wise. And those two beasts under the table are Maxine and Wellington. And they're going at <laughs> and it. And they right are now. going at it. Over nothing. And I can hear the coach from <laughs> that morning show. <laughs> 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 Russ Parr's show. Jesus. What would he say about these two right now? Oh. He's, it what wouldn't be there. What is happening? <laughs> he, was, he was the coach that was homosexual, but he, he wasn't supposed to be homosexual or something? And he would talk about, he would, I think I just talked about this an episode or two You ago. did and I didn't get it. There was a coach, there was a, there was a skit on the Russ Parr morning show. And I think Olivia Fox was still on the show at that point. Olivia Fox. When the show was good. Yes. And there was a coach who would call in and he would usually call in and talk about some athlete or somebody that Russ bought up. Mm-hmm. And he would make inappropriate sexual comments mm. so like he was okay it's like a basketball player i'm sorry james harden is the first one that came to mind because we were just talking about him <laughs> a few up ep- an episode ago but um <laughs> he'd be like look at his buttocks <laughs> 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 they look like two two hogs, <laughs> two, two hogs in the field <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was fun. That's where the good old days. That when Olivia Fox was on the show. And listening to it, the dogs under the table, that's just what it took me back to. I I know. (laughs) I know. I know. What a callback that is. Where is Olivia Fox? She had left and gone to some other state. I think she came back in in the earlier, late 2000s to the night show for them. Hmm. But I think her and there was some sort of beef. I don't was, I don't was that before or after she jumped over the lazy dog? Wait, what? Oh, the fox jumped jumped over the lazy dog. Oh, so can I I think I I have I somebody passed this to me today and I meant to bring it with me to Where show. is it? Where are you digging? I'm digging in my back pocket. Hold on. Pulling it out. Oh, here we go. He pulled it out of his ass. So oh, <laughs> oh, the band the, the true color bandage. True color. Um, Somebody really dropped and that sounds uh, like a line what? from Maybelline. Somebody really brought right. Maybelline presents true we color. Show, we showed you the pictures. I know, but I, I didn't know you guys Maybelline. still had some. Oh yes, there's still probably still on the wall. <laughs> oh, and they're still displayed. Are displayed. they still new? Yes. They are still new. new I don't I don't think new They're is no still longer on. new. So it, well, I know they're still on the wall. So this was the one that I was passed. These are the band-aids. Which episode did we talk about the band-aids? I think episode 43. Not too long ago, I feel yeah. like. It wasn't too long ago. I don't, it almost I don't, matches you. I don't it know. almost matches you. I didn't feel like it no. matched me. Mm-mm. 
We gotta get your summer color. <laughs> That's your winter right there. You know Come I on, have, Mr. Wise, give it a twirl. You know I, know. I, have, an, I, you know I have an ombre. So like, so, so Mr. Like wise puts it on and it, and it, it magically <laughs> it magically. There's winter wise and there's summer wise. Uh, <laughs> Mm. I, I'm it, saying it, it could go with if, summer wise. If, if we just took a picture of his arm, <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say it could go with summer wise. If we took a picture of just his arm, I have to keep him in check and tell him it doesn't match. So, <laughs> <laughs> so is this is this the true color band? Is this supposed to be designed for yes, people of color yes. for those of us on this side of the table? Interesting. <laughs> and, and yet somehow, and yet somehow, and yet it matched somehow up with it matches me. you. Says nice There's not. Jeans. There really isn't much of a difference between that color and the color of one of those like cloth band aids. I think they come in two right. That's what they look like. Like, like those colors. cloth ones. No, yeah. there were. Are you trying to say I need the darker color? No, no they're saying <laughs> there were other colors. Yeah, there are other but to colors. Be, but he was like, "Here, I got this for you." Uh, but that's how who we, said that? What? That's how we talk. It was a joke. It was me and oh, it was IT guy. That's how we. I was getting ready to say, "Do I need to call talent?" No, no, because I just turned around and told him he was a Nazi, and then yeah. we laughed. Well, so. that's all fair then, I guess. He's from Germany, and it just—he's <laughs> not a. Did Nazi. you say German? Viva la Deutschland! I went and looked. <laughs> I, 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 I went and looked at our user database to make sure that we didn't have like a huge German audience. <laughs> Oh We've had two God. people from Germany <laughs> look at our website, so That's we're fine. Well, now the number will be zero. <laughs> <laughs> they are not going to think too kindly of this segment. Ich habe ein Hund in meiner Hose. What? Ich bin acht Berliner. Uh, not, not, not. I'm a jelly donut. <laughs> so, so I had just said I have a dog in my pants. Okay. <laughs> each, each aber ein Hund in meiner Hosen. Okay, I got the Hosen part. I, right. in my Hosen. I, I, I do. I like the German language. And again, it doesn't matter if they're happy or sad. It's all screaming. It always sounds angry. Yeah. So now, I will say that German sung can be very pretty. Yes. Because I, it's like all of the harsh gutturals mm-hmm. that you hear when it's spoken aren't actually pronounced when you sing. It, mm. You actually pronounce it differently when you sing it classically. But for example, no. <laughs> I will now no, sing, no, I will no, now no. sing in German. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Was that everyone supposed to? We, we everyone was like, I thought. You I mean, were. it could happen. the way you look. Go just do it. briefly. Um, <laughs> just do it. Just give a. Just give us a little. Give something. A little safe. Give, give the people. Give a us a little, little people ditty. something. Give us a little ditty. Seit umschlungen Millionen diesen Kusser ganzen Welt Freude schöne Güte Funken Tochter aus Elysium Wir betreten Feuertrunken im Lische dein Eiligtum Freude Freude yeah, all that. <laughs> many, many, many moons ago, I was. I Show's was, over. That's it. Everybody, good night. <laughs> I, I sang a. Um, I was part of this MLK Jr. Uh, presentation show thing at uh, Morehouse. Mm-hmm. And part of it, we were doing Beethoven's Ninth, mm. Andy Freude, and the Joy. And so that was part of it, like the melody, the uh, 
I don't know what it, I don't know what the translation is in is it Ode to Joy in yeah. English? Yes. Yeah, that that yeah. song. It's Ode that, to Joy. That one of the first songs. I But learned of course, to because it was written in <laughs> German, <laughs> right? We, yeah. But like sung it's exactly. No, that's how I learned to play. <laughs> it's really angry. It's really angry in, Amer- in America. It's all staccato in America. Right. It's so it is hardcore so, staccato. It's like the um the eighteen twelve overture. It really is, like, and that's how you play it. Rockets, machine gun. Like it's it's just it's just angry. It's just all. Second Amendment. Yeah. Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Second Amendment. You are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsinluxury.com. Hashtag us LuxNerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds in Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. But you can email me at veronica at nerdsandluxury.com. Stop having unprotected sex around Christmas, New Year's, and fucking Valentine's Day. Right. Stop it. That's where all the extra people come from. I mean, that's when I, w- I mean, that's how I was born. I was born on Valentine, or I was conceived on Valentine's Day and born in November. My sister, two years later, was conceived on Valentine's Day go. and born three days before me. Right. Yeah. I go. mean, anyone born, anyone born from September to November, we know how right. it happened. We know what happened. We know what was going on. Yes. Somebody and chances are, my parents it was some sort of season. some sort of Luther Vandross. Yep. Or maybe Bon Jovi. I'm, I'm not really sure the. It was championship cultural... game cuffing season. I believe. I believe you had a post about. I most the calendar, did. The cuffing we, season calendar. Well, let me see what the let me let me see what the scheduling was here. <laughs> but the championship game is February. The championship 14th. game February, is February. 14th. Right. That's the championship game of cuffing season. We are currently in scouting season. Scouting. Mm-hmm. So we're in scouting season yes. for cuffing season. Cur- we're in currently. scouting season from August 1st to the 31st. Mm-hmm. Drafting from September 1st Drafting. to the 30th. Tryouts begin October <laughs> 1st through the 31st. <laughs> yeah. Preseason starts Pre-season. November 1st through the 30th. Cuffing season Officially, proper, right. Yes. Starts December 1st through yes. January 15th. The playoffs begin January 16th through the February so 13th. And the championship <laughs> game, the, the cuffing Day. bowl, yes, as I like yes. to say, February 14th. Yes. And then it's all over. Wow. That's... that. Almost syncs completely with the football season. Like mm-hmm. NFL. whoever right. made the that up, it's literally like yeah. it's, it's almost whoever exactly. made that up did exactly Clearly a that. football football fan. Wow. Okay, I appreciate that. I ain't scout nobody. <laughs> I ain't scout. So cuffing. I shall not be I cuffed. Scout so for nobody. those of, for for those of us who aren't very sure what cuffing actually means. That was me. I asked her off I need the ashtray (laughs) and I will also explain what cuffing season is. So cuffing season is um, is the time like so to explain but it's also the time where you're like putting out P- potential mates, like potential. Wait, so you're are you're putting out feelers, feelers for potential mates, and like, and for many millennials, putting out feelers for cuffing season is literally 
posting it's cuffing season or <laughs> how lonely you are. How lonely you are. Um, yeah. Okay. So yes. How did it sync up to the calendar in the way that it did? Is it, it did because not. It's, it's getting, made up. No, but is it because it gets cold? This is yes. when you get that's booed up. Cuff, this yeah, is when you get exactly booed up. That's exactly what cuffing when, season is. When did when did the whole term cuffing season? Oh hell, like, I don't know. That, I heard about black it maybe Twitter. four or five years ago. Yeah, it's not that old. It's right. I don't know how to get to black Twitter. Stop with the I don't know how to get to black Twitter. I don't. I hear you guys talk about it all the time. Like black. Follow I, who Veronica follows, and you will find. <laughs> <laughs> go, go to her look list. Look at her followers. Look at the followers. Follow her list. Are you, are you recording this? Yes. So as the resident, so as I'm not the way to Black Twitter. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're the You're pie. My way I am not the You're the pie Twitter. piper you the of Black Twitter. You are the portal. <laughs> yes, you are. You're my portal. I, I see all of Black Twitter through your retweets and your likes. So that's how I get to it. So just so you guys understand, as the resident youngest yes anytime you guys hear about something tack on like an extra five to six years to when you think it started That's <laughs> because the right. whole cuffing season thing it's been around for a it's decade. been around for yeah. a moment internet but like i i guess it did gain a little more popularity within the last Is someone on urban years. dictionary yet getting no. us a te- textbook definition but i know oh. i heard cuffing season being used like on myspace in the early oh, 2000s God. myspace what is cuffing season in psychology today? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> White people, it's done. Holy shit. It's We're done. done. It's finished. It's, it's the bye, Felicia. I mean, if, if, during... Wait, this is, this is worth Jesus. sharing. Oh, during colder months... <laughs> this, is, this was written October 30th, 2018, so relatively recently. During colder months, singles are doing something that is worth knowing about. Can you feel the chill in the air? Trick-or-treaters are giggling, colored lights and decorations are starting to make an appearance, and feelings of gratitude and the spirit of giving are ripe for harvesting. This can only mean one thing. Tis the season. Cuffing season, that is. Wait, you've never heard of cuffing season? Where have you been? It's totally a thing. Bean. In fact, Bean, I did that for effect. In fact, where have you been? In fact, studies have shown that cuffing season is a phenomenon that affects many of us. If you are single and dating, you should know about it. So what is it? Cuffing season refers to a specific time of year when people become extremely motivated to get quote-unquote coupled up it generally occurs from october to march you know the cooler months of the year as the temperature drops the number of couples rise so now that you know what and when let's explore the why no we're done so (laughs) this is pissing me off the term the term i'm reading this the term originated on the modern equivalent of the telegraph Twitter <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and became and became popularized by rap, specifically when Fabulous titled a 2013 oh, track yes. "Cuffin' Season." Yes, mm, okay, yes, so so it's not that long. Years. Six years. Well, ago. it's it is longer than that. It just means that he used he it in used a song in that popularized. It's kind of yeah. like the term "thought." Yeah, like "thought" existed before. I don't remember. Was it Jade? Jade? What the, whatever the hey, rappers, Ma, what's that? He uh-huh. used there was a song. There was a song that was either entitled "Thought" or it was used, and I want to say it was. I'm I'm blanking on the name of the dude. Jeezy was it? Yeah, Jeezy? Young Jeezy. It was. It was one. It what was either those? him or someone that came around the same time as him that used it in a song, and it suddenly like popularized. But so the funny part about this article 
too. Like, I was about to read why when 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 my wife, my better half, cut me off. Um, but you, it goes on to say why, and it's funny. But then at the end, the synopsis is, "But is it? But is cuffing season right for me?" <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the no. question. That's the question this article poses. Of course it of course it did that like fashion magazine thing. <laughs> right. Where it's like, but is it right for me? Ten right? ways you know cuffing season is getting, for you. Getting cuffed might sound appealing, but don't jump in until you have considered the big picture. Jesus. That's why they're scouting. That's why they're trying. Psychology out. Today did an article on cuffing season. And that's when you know cuffing season is done. And that was the first link on Google when you Of course Google it is because people were like, what is this cuffing my daughter's talking about? I mean, goodness gracious, Catelyn. You know, Catelyn. Not, not Caitlin, but Catelyn. Alexis. Catelyn. Catelyn. Aiden. Alexis. Chandler. Chandler, just, I just want to talk to you. Woman to woman, like, what is this cuffing season you're talking about? Sky, Skyler. Madison. Skyler, Madison. Yeah. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Spelled so. McKenna. McKenna. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the motherload so, white girl name. So, speaking, so speaking of <laughs> annoying names, <laughs> I, was, um, I was doing a little brainstorming, and I thought, well, what could possibly be the next wave of name types that we see in this country? Oh God! And I thought, well, I mean, we already have the you know the urban name. Um, we have the incredibly Caucasian name. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like I thought your, your name sounds like it's also the name of like a covered bridge somewhere in the <laughs> right, right, <laughs> exactly. <bridge. laughs> um, and I thought, why not take names that we're already used to and add. <clears throat> And add like English prefixes to the beginning of it, <laughs> and so I compiled a quick list. Oh, wonderful! Of possible future names: mm. <clears throat> Pre Becca. Pre Becca, here for it. Let's keep going. Un Nathan. Un Understand. 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 Yeah, sure. <laughs> Overbrook. <laughs> anti Susan. The anti Susan. Multi Lisa. Mm, good mm. one. Micro Karen. Micro Karen. Aw, Micro Karen is so cute. Aw. Univergil. So that's a biracial kid. Mm-hmm. Ex Pablo. Ex-Pablo. Because we can't forget about <laughs> these right. are Kanye West and Virgil Abloh mm-hmm. fans. Dis Sharon. Dis Sharon. She's Dis Sharon. Rianne. That's a white girl name That's now. That's a name now. Rianne from my so I mean, some of them are just going to be recycled. Oh, no, that's oh, great. Okay. That's We're so offended. Great. Like, no, that's already so been used. Rianne is a girl Rianne. I watch on YouTube. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Hypotara. Hypotara. Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like a disease. And finally, Crypto Greg. <laughs> <laughs> crypto Greg sounds like a character in something. Rick and Morty. My hey, have you met Crypto Greg? Yeah, he keeps all my crypto, my bitcoins. Micro Karen and um, <clears throat> I like ex Pablo and pre Becca. Yeah. I think I'm going to name our next dog Micro Karen. I'm going to spell it really black. Based though. off the conversation that we had when you weren't in the room, there won't be another dog. <laughs> We're getting another dog. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> this podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. 
If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. I, I propose that the that the chant, and in fact, I think the slogan for whoever wins the Democratic nomination should be, send, send him, him back. back. Mm. <laughs> They're Democrats. I they think if you that. flip that, the, but if you flip that. No, but then the right <laughs> no, Let them. Let them. Let them. What can you say? He said it. He said it first. Yeah, he did. He brought it here. No. It's just like it's he like just, he's it's not like even the, the originator. originator Did you see back. all this fucking phony outrage for Joaquin Castro posting the donors, the people that donate to Donald Trump, and all this right wing outrage? No. All of a sudden, like, they, they all these right wingers were like, "That's just inappropriate, appropriate to be posting like this." And he's like, "This is public this record. Is, it's public record, and it's who you and, support. You're and, a fucking right, racist supporter. Exactly. And it's Sorry. like, and and if if according to Citizens United, money is speech. So. Yep. I, you get to fucking put your money down, and I get to tell people where where you're putting it. And, and I you get shouldn't. To, you shouldn't. If you were so sure in who you donated right. to, you shouldn't be ashamed of that shit. Since there's nothing fucking wrong with right. it. Right? Yeah. What? I'm just donating. To put the your Republican fucking candidate. MAGA hat on. Put right. your hood on. Why are you burn ashamed? Burn your cross and just be who you the should fuck be you proud. Are. If he posts it and says these are the people that donate to Trump, and you own a business, and why aren't tiki you proud? Torches. And your little stupid tiki torches, your blood and soil. Be who you are. Jews will not replace us. Hashtag massacre. Mitch. <laughs> I have so much more respect for a bold, out and out racist than I do for fuckers who I hide. I absolutely in the agree. Let with me that. know who the fuck you are. Massacre, Mitch. Actually, Mitch cop- McConnell. copy that and paste it to every aspect of a person. Uh, yes. Like, one of the people that I probably connect with the best is a line brother of mine. Heterosexual, probably don't have much in common besides the fact that we both enjoyed, you know, we both joined the same fraternity at the same time. Um, we both enjoy anime and we both enjoy playing video games, right? So, <clears throat> the first time I met him, he told me up front, I'm really selfish. And he and I have never had an issue with him being selfish. <laughs> because you've gone in knowing because exactly Because we what started it was. knowing what right. it was. The problem is like when people come at you and they're like, oh, I'm so selfless or I'm so altruistic. Yeah. I don't understand why no. people are so selfish all the time. Right. It's Which, the dishonesty and the deception. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, well, first, when anyone says that, I immediately think, well, first of all, you're a human being. Right which is an animal, which is a living thing, that means that you're probably like 98% selfish. Right. No matter how altruistic you mm-hmm. think you are. Because preservation of life is Number one goal. the most yeah. selfish thing that you and can probably do. And it's literally ingrained in and our brains. And it's DNA. embedded yeah. in every aspect of right. your DNA is to survive. So most of the decisions that you always <laughs> that you will make, that you have made, and that you're making right now as you're listening to this, like, are usually 100% for your benefit. Yeah, in your now, own self Now, sometimes that 100% your benefit thing also benefits someone sure. else in some sort of way. But a lot of times the stuff that you do for other people, at some somewhere in that, the main part of it is, wherever, how deep down it is, it's 
how can this benefit me in the long run? Because you don't, you're not nice to people just because you want to be nice to people. You're nice to people because that gives people a positive interpretation of you as a person. Well, just and listen you to, like listen to and people care about what other people listen think to about people you. when they do charity. They people say, "Oh, it just feel it feels good to give back." Well, what are you saying? I it makes me feel good right. to give back. And most That's, of these charities about me. are named after the people. Right. So if it was right. really about what you were doing, right. why not name it what, what the charity does? Right. Why do you need people why do you need name recognition on the title of a charity that's supposed to help people? Like how am I supposed to know the um uh Veronica Wise Foundation mm-hmm. that's like helping provide food to underprivileged children in Rwanda? Like how like how do I know that that's what that's doing? Like why couldn't it be, yeah. you know, like uh, I don't know, uh, aid right. to Rwanda right. or like something that actually tells you what it's doing. Not saying necessarily that it's a bad thing no, that you're putting your name on it. it's not a bad thing. Right. But like, let's not be, just like yeah, the guy was saying on the video that we were watching, like, let's not be dishonest with ourselves about why we do the things that we do in order to make ourselves feel better or achieve some sort of, what, like super ego sense of self. Um, mm-hmm. I think if human beings... And I will, I will qualify this with in this country. Really, just leaned into the notion that we're fucking mammals, <laughs> and right. all that we are is based on evolution and our biology. They'd feel so much better about themselves. Mm-hmm. They really would. Well, because what they've done is, if you believe that you're one of God's children and that that you're being a special light is being shown on you, and He helps you find your keys when you lose them, when you have that type of um, sort of narcissism towards yourself in your place of the universe, it becomes very difficult to come to to match that to meet those expectations. Things are going to go wrong if you're just a mammal. And I don't you don't know have to have they, those all these lofty expectations that things. And I, are, I know, I know why. Just a mammal is a thing. Okay, because, I just need to jump in and say, as a person who does believe those things, I'm. I don't feel that I'm an extreme individual. What do you mean, an extreme like, individual? I the whole religion thing. Like I do believe in those things, but I'm not a religious zealot. I'm not forcing myself and my opinion and my beliefs on uh-uh. other people. You never right. have. Okay, I just that's no, all. No, you never have. Because, yeah. but, but when you when he said when he said it, I felt like, but I'm one of those people. I do believe those things. But believe. So what does that make me? Well, what it does, what it can't. We'll say this: what it can do, and what it has done with a lot of people is giving them what I like to call religious privilege, mm-hmm. where you believe because you're one of God's chosen people, or because you believe certain things that that's what you are. That you are somehow above reproach in particular ways in your behavior. Meaning, and it can be ba- it can backfire on you. Like, when you look at people who are literally just acting in the interest of their own survival, and you say to them or you think to yourself, you're being very selfish. You need to, quote-unquote, humble yourself. No, I am a mammal. I am an animal. I am a being who wants to survive. As And we can draw in this thing we were talking about and you were talking about, about the trampling. If we're all in a building 
that is on fire. <laughs> we have already said. Right. We are jumping over motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. We are going to be the trampler, not yep. the trample. Mm-hmm. That is a hu- that is yep. a normal human reaction yep. to trying to save your own life. You're not selfish. You're not evil. You're not awful. You are trying to save your own fucking life. We were There's act- nothing wrong with that shit. We were actually sitting in the office on the 24th floor <laughs> <laughs> having oh, lunch together. A dark, fan- a dark fantasy erupted? No, but I, I thought about because they always ask I have oh, this is so many things. Support. As, a, as an individual who provides support for some reason, it's like a default that, oh, you'll be the floor safety advisor. No, mm-hmm. no bitch, I will not. Which Take entails my name off the me list. having to walk around in one of those stupid neon vests with a walkie-talkie. <laughs> with a walkie-talkie and make no sure way. that all the rooms... This floor is clear. No. Right. Floor 23 is Montego clear. Montego is getting the... So, so you're going to be the last one to go so down with in, the ship? In ta- the- in, no, actually, I won't. But I will. I will guarantee... That I will probably be one of the first people to start the trampling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should have the vest, Montego. Like, I, I, oh, that's why oh, I told oh, them they could keep oh, their vest and their walkie-talkie. Oh, I'm not putting oh, hundreds may, of bodies may, down may, the stairs before me. Make Fuck no y'all. mistake, the vest has been in my drawer for about <laughs> seven years now. <laughs> and I don't go to the meetings. <laughs> And they keep bringing it to me, so I'll, I like, okay, but I'm not, right. again, I'm being honest. But when you go down those stairs, at the end of the day, when all is said and done, when you are sitting across the street looking at the building while everyone else burns to a crisp, <laughs> what everyone will be saying about you is, well, he had that best, and he was supposed to say, he didn't do his I, job, and I, I really don't. Montego. I, I don't think people will be thinking Bullshit. That. I think what people will be thinking was, he was such a nice guy. I can't believe he trampled all those people <laughs> down the steps from the 24th floor. Exactly. I even commented her, to her, like, when I stepped out into the stairs, I was like, oh, all the other stairs on the other floors, <laughs> floors 18 through 4, have, like, this rubber... Oh, the galvanized. Yeah. yeah. But this is just concrete. This isn't cool. So it's just concrete for like the first three floors. And again, I was like, wow. If as long as I've been in this building, as many fire um, drills. test drills we've had, even with the earthquake we had, because we had to ev- remember the earthquake, we had to evacuate the building, <laughs> which I, that's a whole nother story because I didn't. I didn't even remember. I didn't even realize there was an earthquake. I thought somebody heavy set had fell, and I was like, "What is going <laughs> on?" It, it didn't. It it just didn't fit in in it on the, the floor. The me. On, no, not even the racist. <laughs> on the floor I worked on, I guess I was low enough. Oh, you where were lower than I all. was on the eighth floor. Oh, so you didn't feel shit. It didn't. No, I felt a shift, but it didn't feel like that. Okay. And I was like, but anyway, um, coming down those steps and doing this for ten years. I've always thought because people are just, it's like the elevator thing. Can you wait? Because now I realize, yes, this is a drill, but what if this were real? Do you really (laughs) think John and Sam are going to be able to all the way down the steps? I mean, they can try, but when Montego gets to your floor, you know how I'm and you can, you, you, those of us who run down steps can attest 
I again still being the Toys R Us kid sometimes, but I have to be careful. Slide the bench. No, slide the I don't. But I'll do that thing where I'll sort of skip steps. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you kind of do a little jump, but my knees because I am getting older, so I have to be careful. Like, like the, I'm just picturing Montego. I'm just picturing Montego. Hopping steps, running down steps, stepping over people, yo. Fire! 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 With a yellow no. vest on. He's like, move, fire, move, get the fuck out of here. And so, then suddenly you join him. Then suddenly you come out into the staircase from your floor and join him. Fire! So I I made I envisioned people it, in the shins to I envisioned get them out of the way. More like office space. <laughs> with a fire drill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I see Montego with that red tie that um Peter wears at the beginning, and then I see Sosa in that. Thanks for calling, uh, ladies uh, outfit. Thanks for just a moment. 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 Just a mo- like I just see Sosa doing that, and then I see Cedro coming out as one of the um, the bills, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And I just see it in slow motion, and just people getting trampled and fire behind you, and just like <laughs> like. 3D Hollywood effects. It's amazing. It's the fucking the shoulder, the shoulder you would throw. Into yes, the bag of you just see like the people. Because the- Sosa does not. She stands her ground. I be damned. She plants, I, I she am plants not herself. Dying she plants in this room, in this building, with you people. So, so I am not. So this is this is what I imagine because it's it's different from all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Montego being across the street from having to have gotten like food or something for lunch <laughs> and seeing like a floor or two on fire. You are so right. And then he says in his head, but probably also out loud, oh shit! <laughs> Pulls out his phone to immediately call Sosa mm. to make sure that she's all right. Yeah. To which she answers the phone and says, oh, this is a day I work from home. (laughs) (laughs) And then both of them saying in unison, okay, then. (laughs) Bye. Yeah. Click up. I I will. I I appreciate that you that you said that I would call and check on her. He wouldn't. Only if if he was in safety. I even even appreciate That you said I would be out getting something for them. I think now that, you'd be a cop. I think. <laughs> right, I'm right. I'm I'm a run. We're gonna have a cab. We're gonna have Which means that and that gentrified sweet greens. But anyway, I heard about this place called Toastique. Have you ever heard of it? I. It's right next I to the Kaaba. I had to in the dot greens. I had to accept that. The reality is, as much as I do care, as she said, self-preservation, right. fight or flight. Goddamn right. I'm I'm bowling I, because I often think when I'm leaving, because now I've decided as I leave, I'm going from 24 to 10. I in the 10 years I've worked there, I've I've literally sat on every floor in the building that was ours. Yes, you have. So ending up on the top floor, I was like, okay, I loved it when we were on eight because I knew it doesn't matter what happens. You're only six (laughs) stories up. A ladder can get you from there. Yeah, you can get down on the ladder. I don't need the ladder. Because I'm not playing games with people. <laughs> um, 
But on the 24th floor, so I've decided to start my Olympic training. <laughs> and I will, I'm, I, I'm going to continue to work my way from 24 to 10 in the evenings when I leave. Okay. Um, today, it took about four and a half minutes. And only because there were a couple people who were in the way. Kava, you want to go get some Even Kava? though I was thinking about if this were a fire, you were dead. Because I'm going through you. I often think about you and you. And I'm like, what would they do? Because that whole walking down the steps and on your phone, I'm fine with you doing that. Just get the fuck out of my way. Right. I'm even fine... With you being in front of like I you we've talked again, I've mentioned this where I'm in my groove, couple some like four stories down, and then all of a sudden somebody comes walking through the door. The choke point. And then you know that whole and they look at you and you look at them. <laughs> yeah. I, I I would. I would trample. Well, I'm it's going like over it's people. like the day with the earthquake. Those idiots sat there looking at each other like, what just happened? The fucking floor shook. What do you think happened? Oh, I'm just going to go back to work. Bye. I was on them steps and out of that building in less than did five you get, minutes. Did it, did, was there ever any formal like announcement or alarm or anything no. like that? No. no. Everyone those, just continued it, their day. Everybody just turned around and well, went back no, to fucking the, work. The fire alarm if. If I think something went off because people start, people had, but to. I, I was literally across the street for like five minutes before for, anyone and I, came and again, out of the I admit I was one of those individuals. It didn't feel like what I heard it was, right? And I was in the, for was, all those listening. Yeah. This was the what year was this? Earthquake? I think it was twenty. 20- Thirteen? No, it was 2012. 2012. 12, 2012, there was an earthquake in Washington, D.C. We don't get many of those. It was, was a it? five on the Richter scale was from it? what I was told. Or a 5.2 or something, something like that. Something like that. It was enough to shake the building. It was enough get, to shake the building. It did get home and see structural it damage. It did some serious yes, damage. Yeah, refrigerator the moved. The Washington yeah. Monument had to be completely re- yeah. renovated because of it. And the National Cathedral. The National Cathedral. Well. Pieces, still some not. of the gargoyles <laughs> fell off. Still in pieces. Yeah. So um, if I feel the earth shake, I think it's a pretty safe bet that staying in the building until a structural engineer comes in and says that it's okay for me to be in there, I'm not doing that shit. I'm not doing Especially it. when you live in a place where earthquakes are not common. It's like, are these exactly. buildings even earthquake-proof, yeah, quote-unquote? Like, Have we even no. studied I think the they, plates I, in this area of the world enough to think about what might happen? What? We know all about they do California. It. Yeah, because the U.S. Yes, Geological actually, Survey yeah. is right okay. there in Reston, yeah. so I guarantee that. Yeah. Yes, because, um, well, eventually the Atlantic plate, yeah. which we sit right in the middle of, or the East Coast basically is right in the middle of, at some point it will split in the middle mm-hmm. and like the East coast will be on a fault. Yeah. It's, they're saying pretty soon there we're going to start seeing because the plates are always mo- not in our lifetime, but we'll see. Well, shit, as far people. as everyone's concerned, we have about 10 years right. to live. So it, I mean, we probably won't see it. Yeah, we won't. So. It won't get out. I mean, I'm sorry. And when I say we, I mean all humans because 2030 is pretty much the cutoff point for life. Yes. Right. Yeah. We're Thanks, global warming. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. I have we a funny about story a about episodes. a German and an earthquake. <laughs> oh, the German earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> I, when I worked downtown, worked for this hilarious German lady at the ampersand store. Be best. No. Wiener Schnitzel? Yes. <laughs> and the earthquake happened. And keep in mind, she lived in New York during 9-11. So she 
and I are sitting in our office side by side. (laughs) She did have a good earthquake story. So we're sitting side by side and she's to my left and, you know, we're both like, do, 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 do. And like, literally like her life was like rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. So like, I literally was like, Janine is just tapping her foot and having a good time. And then like, I, I feel the building move, but again, I'm like, oh, is it a truck? Is it this? Is it that? And Janina shoots up and she goes, what is that? What is it? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. She goes, come here, come here, come here, come here. And she had these razor sharp nails and she's hugging me and she's like, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to, and I'm like, what is, what is going on? And I'm like, not getting it. And she was like, we've got to get out of the building. We're running a, a store. And, <laughs> and we both walk out of the office and like, she goes, go get, you know, go get everybody out of the break room. And I'm like, get out, like, just pick up your shit. Let's go. And, and everyone's like, what's going on? And they're client or not even clients, customers still in this fucking store. Cause there are no clients. There are no customers. And it is like lunchtime and she is running down the stairs and she's like, close it down, close it down. Everybody get out, get out of my store. <laughs> oh gosh. And she is like, and keep in mind, she's tiny. She's physically tiny and she's just walking through. And so all the, like, everyone's confused. Now keep in mind, three of our security guards are from LA. So they all knew to get under the awning. So they're laughing at us. Like they are just, they're like, that was an earthquake. You guys didn't realize that. And so Janina's like, no, we're shutting the store down. There's this lady holding like, a t-shirt in her hand and Janine is like you've got to get out of my store <laughs> and the lady's like I can't just buy this shirt <laughs> and Janina snatches the shirt <laughs> get out before I call the police pretty much this is kind of where that came from it's, and Janina snatches the fucking shirt out of her hand and she's like no you cannot and she like makes them shut down the whole fucking like we are standing outside we ran up a tab at Starbucks like wait this, a tab at Starbucks because they knew we were there and they knew Janina was good for it. So we were standing out there. She's like, everybody get to Starbucks. It's hot. You know, like she's very <laughs> still. <laughs> she's still being herself where she's like, oh, I just, oh, and I thought it was the 9-11 because the attacks and this, this and that. And I'm so sorry and blah, blah, blah. But, and literally was on the phone with New York and was like, we can't open the store until we get a check. <laughs> like she literally was like, hey, and like on up. the phone with her fiance, like, Brian, I love you. It's just, it's just so much. And I'm using Twitter to contact wise it was so it was crazy but yeah love you janina i hope you're did listening. i ever tell the 9-11 story <laughs> no it's like not like that but <laughs> working at the video store and the young man who <laughs> worked that day <clears throat> afsar like that, that really was his name and <laughs> i remember after it happened i got actually i got a call my aunt like woke me up oh my god turn on the news right and I'm laying in the bed watching CNN, eating Snickers ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a call and it's from work. And I'm like, why are they calling? Now put the phone. I'm not, I'm right. not answering this. Like I'm not. And they call. Keeps calling. So finally after like three. Yes. Hey, can you come into work today? What? I'm off. <laughs> like I just got finished working the last four days. What do you mean? You know? Well, because of the tragedy, you know, Afsar's parents tell him he has to come home because they just don't feel safe or comfortable with him being out. And with the way things are, you know, we just want to make sure. Everybody, so could, would you mind working today? It's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to work right. today. Hung up the phone. Fine. I'll be there in like 20 minutes. Like, I, I mean, I had, I, I ended up having to go. I didn't want right, to go. Right. 
You know, and I just remember getting there, him being behind the cash wrap and just like, just the look of apprehension on his face. And like, yeah, I don't blame him. I, don't, I mean, I don't either, but <laughs> it was more about them calling me on my day off. And <laughs> I realized what just happened was a tragedy, but why are you calling me on my day off? I cannot. Sucking on my titties like you want to be calling me all the time. Like Blondie, check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh? What? Okay, so mine is going to be very, very quick, and it's going to harken back. Harken. To, I guess it was episode 43 that we spoke about Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Oh, my, wait. Oh, was research done? <laughs> my righteous indignation <laughs> about Katana's move. Mm-hmm. I believe that I have suffered from a phenomenon (laughs) called the Mandela effect. I will not. I will. Go on. Wait, for those of you who didn't listen, (laughs) just quickly. For those of you who did not listen. There was a disagreement, a point of contention. there, There was a blatant declaration Mm. of a particular set of buttons to be pushed on a particular video gaming console for Mortal Kombat 2, which we believe was the Sega Genesis, um, for Mortal Kombat 2 for a fatality move for Katana. I Mm -hmm. believe it. And I colorfully displayed, described what that was. Select. Nope. Start Starts. and or select in no, a duplicate. Fuck, fuck, shit, fuck, control, C, fuck. It was no. start, start, start. It was either start, 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 or select, 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 C. C was something that I knew was in it, but the other two buttons we discovered were shady in my memory. I have not, as Montego stares me down, <laughs> been <laughs> able to find that button combination in her fatality. This does not mean... <laughs> That it is not true and it does not exist. I simply cannot That's produce exactly evidence. That's exactly what it means. I simply cannot That's produce exactly evidence, so means. I must release my That's stronghold exactly what it means. on that notion. That's exactly what it means. You be quiet. This That's is not exactly your segment. What this it is means. not your segment. But I'm, I'm allowed to chime no, in. No, you're not. That's this is exactly my segment. exactly what it means. This is my segment. So, I believe that I've suffered from a Mandela effect... Moment. And if you're not familiar what the Mandela effect is, it was termed this because there was a, dare I say, movement for some reason of people who believed that Nelson Mandela passed away in like 1983, which I don't even know where the hell that shit came from. But it was something that was going around the internet and people were saying, yes, I remember that he died in 1983. I remember the funeral from 1983 being televised. (laughs) Some wild shit. As I hope we all know, Nelson Mandela did not die in 1983. He died, what, like four or five years ago? Like in 2015 or something? Well, yeah. Because if you recall, there was that During the very overzealous yeah. man who was, uh, quote-unquote, in- interpreting the ceremony in sign language, but right. it wasn't sign language. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell he was doing. But this is a phenomenon that is not 
uncommon. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't stress that enough, people. (laughs) I cannot stress that enough. This is not uncommon. Also known as a false memory. Mm -hmm. Um, Where you swear some shit happened. Like, I swore that was the button combination. (laughs) I, I still swear that it is. But again, no evidence, so we cannot state it as a fact. We believe in facts, as you said. We believe in facts. (laughs) So then why why are we talking about the Mandela effect? Because that's what that was for me. So then it's not real. I don't know. It appears not to be. I will will concede that much. I'm not going to say something I don't know for sure. And I was right. Just say that. Were you right, though? But I was. No, you weren't. But I was. No. And I still am. You can believe that if you'd like to. Yes. In your research, did you come across any other button combinations for Katana's finishing move? So the problem is, is that it will say what the move is, but it doesn't necessarily say what the button Button combinations. So it'll be like high kick, uh, uppercut, da-da-da-da. I was curious if you'd perhaps, in your search found something where you said well, that maybe could have been it and maybe uh, that was the one I, what I was thinking and I misremembered it. Yeah. Well, I clearly misremembered it. It's because yeah. it came on so many different platforms so they do the generic high right. kick because so uh, I have the no, button could be different. Yeah. It could be different from the other one. Now, if anyone knows what those buttons are, fine, tell me. Well, it's not select. <laughs> no, start. clearly it's not select or None start. None of the attack well, buttons. Well, I, I reached out to the sugar gamers and <laughs> None of them got back to me. <laughs> they were like, this bitch crazy. Like, I, I sent it out, you... and I was like, sugar gamers, any idea? And these bitches were like, crickets. Yeah. We don't know, girl. We're at E3. We'll catch up to you later. Like, good and in, luck. in fairness, this was a very long time ago. <laughs> this True. was the 90s. True. <laughs> so. so that's sort of what they call in the journalism business a retraction. This is a retraction. <laughs> that we ran on the bottom. Retraction. We ran on the bottom of I've, the... I've appreciate it because we do believe in what Montego? we believe in facts <laughs> and i have no facts to provide on this so i cannot stand in my righteous indignation but you know what i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give you a chance to gain your factual telling back and let's talk about this sleep on it i'm real curious about this sleep on it so as we said we believe in facts here at nerds and luxury and the fact is that the very overzealous um, young Caucasian woman who believes she invented the sleep bonnet and is slinging it for $100. So let me interject. You did not invent that. Let me interject really quickly there for our listeners who don't exactly know what a bonnet is. I didn't know what a sleep bonnet was until today. So, And you've been with me and for I've, how long? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. I knew what one was. I didn't know that... It was called a sleep bonnet. What did you think it was called? I don't know, a head wrap. Exactly. Yeah. But others call it a bonnet. Mm. So it is usually a silk or satin or some sort of soft material that women with coily hair or nappy hair wrap their hair up in at night to prevent it from breaking because it is very fragile, our hair. I have one. I've worn them my whole life. I'm a full 35 years old. I have never spent $95. (laughs) And I work in luxury. I live this motherfucking life. And what I'm not going to do is spend $100 on a bonnet. Who is this young lady? 
Her name is Sarah Morantz mm. Lindenberg. Mm. Sarah Morantz Lindenberg. <laughs> and I have she a black cousin. Claims that she came up with a brand new innovative way to sleep <sighs> because her hair kept getting messed up. And her, well, no, it was because her hair kept getting on her face and her hair was making her break out. Plus, her hair was um, getting messed How up. How old is this woman? I don't know. How old old enough look? to know better, in How my she opinion. I don't know if this is a picture of her or if this is just like a promotional it's picture. It's a promotional photo. So I don't, I don't know that we have unearthed her face. Oh, okay. But I know she's old enough to know better than this because I'm so sorry. <laughs> we talk <laughs> about <laughs> black women have been shamed for putting bonnets and scarves on their head to go to bed. Since we discovered putting bonnets and scarves on our head to go to bed. Black women have been wearing scarves and bonnets on our heads since we were brought here illegally to this country and forced to work in the fields. It was a determiner of what you did for work, which was what you put on your head, which Mm -hmm. was a scarf or a bonnet. So, no, Sarah, you did not invent this. No, Sarah, you should not be charging people $100 for this shit. I mean, if it's silk, if it's really... I'm sorry. Pure silk. Are people buying it? Yes, they are. Mm. When they could easily go to... The dollar Sally Beauty Supply. Sally Beauty Supply. And get it for like $5. But she invented this. And I think that's the problem a lot of people have been having with it is that she believes that she invented this whole technology. That's why you do your research, Like nobody was ever doing this before. Do a little fucking R&D. And no one's called her out yet? Everyone's she's, called she's her out. She's been called out everywhere. That's <laughs> why we're talking about it now. Why is, and what was her response? Um, I, I got to look for it. She did, she did make a response. That is the history of white people discovering things. Columbus. We've discovered entire countries that we you know, quote unquote discovered. Hmm. Wow. She did make some sort of a response. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Come on. Can we all just get along? (laughs) No, that's not what she said. She said, I can't find it right now, but she said something to the effect of, you know, she apologizes and she understands that there are, basically she understands that she didn't discover it, but, but... I'm not saying, I'm not giving any, I'm not giving enough justice to what she said. What she said was basically, yeah, okay, fine, but I'm still selling my fucking pot. Right. Okay. That's what I wanted. Yeah. You, okay. You cool. can't, yeah, you can't. I mean, there me. was, there yeah. was something that sounded like there may have been an apology thought about in all of this. And for PR purposes, she put that shit out, but basically she's still going to sell her damn bonnet. The The point is not that you cannot sell your bonnets for a hundred dollars. The point is you can't say you fucking invented that shit. Exactly. Because I, I'm sure there's some black company out there definitely not in america more likely Africa, no there is somewhere. there there is a black woman in this country who sells um bonnets just like that mm-hmm. she's on instagram i follow her i cannot remember her name either but how moment. much are her bonnets like 30 dollars. Exactly. that's even too much why but you, shit it's 30 dollars a bonnet oh for sleep okay yeah for sleep but it's all she's she's made them so you can like put them on and they just look like hats like the one uh, i just pulled out earlier that's like little this, slouchy hats yeah they're called slap hmm. and so she she's she's done those like so many people have hmm. these fucking bonnets it's stupid yeah, they now, look like. maybe hers is $100 because it's, you know, 
well, it's authentic well silk. Yeah. It's organic silkworm. Whatever. I don't care. Organic but silk you worm. did not invent the notion of this, nor did you invent the construction of said bonnet, because I've seen bonnets that look just like this shit at the fucking beauty supply store. So has anybody has anybody said any, I mean like Clearly, people have said stuff about the price, I'm sure, and not oh, just yes. the fact that she didn't invent it. Mm-hmm. But clearly, the marketing for the price point for it had to have factored in her alleged claims that she invented it. So, if you're like, if she's in any way admitting, like, oh, well, maybe I didn't invent it, right. then like your price point should it's, be coming right, down. should be coming down <laughs> like, tremendously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't you, the, the there's you can get this product elsewhere. You're not the only person making it. Not by far. People should just just <laughs> just flood the comment section of whatever with links to Sally Beauty or like that's what exactly <laughs> what people have been doing. Five dollars, right? Three fifty, right? If you get the one, right? <laughs> Buy one get one. Free. That is exactly what people have. Buy been doing. one get fifteen free. Like <laughs> you can you can take two to the front and haggle to get them both for four dollars. Yeah, like absolutely. Again, <laughs> dollar store, right? Just uh, the unmitigated goal. Yeah. <laughs> Every and every scarf I have has been inherited from another black woman. Exactly. I don't think I've ever bought a scarf for myself. <laughs> I don't. Your mama just had an extra scarf. Yeah, and that was, that became your scarf. in her hosiery yeah. drawer. Oh, it is. Be- it, it smells like pantyhose. <laughs> yeah. But why, does, but why does that sound like? Why does that sound like a? Like a novel that's going to be turned into a movie. Like, uh, oh, because it, it, but it's happened. Wasn't from, there? Wasn't the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? Right. Or like, <laughs> I feel like, but like for a right scarf. Yeah. I mean, right. so sad. You heard it here first. That's we've got to write our. I'm gonna be free right or now. die. <laughs> and then, and it's like, not even 200 that. years it's later, like, it's your, it's your, like, it's like when the you, red violin, but with a scarf. It's like when you gel your edges down, and your mom's like, "Go get that scarf out mm-hmm. my top drawer," mm-hmm. and you're like. <gasps> Not just panties on my head. I get a real scarf. <laughs> Not panties. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Not just panties on my head. Because I can head. see you walking around with underwear on your head. You know I did it. But I just, I, I, I just, I really, I really, 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 and I, I don't like to pick on white people. But I mean, damn it, sometimes yeah, you, what, y'all make wait, it easy. Wait, wait, what's her name? Karen. We love to pick on white people. I love Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah I need white Morant, people to pay more attention to other cultures but their own. And other than in times when you wish to steal their invention. <laughs> Speaking to you. Just like the woman who wrote that whole article about going to see um, Kamala Harris speak. And then, you know, she had mentioned that she was an AKA. And then they all started skiwee. And she's like, oh, they were screeching. No, bitch. They weren't screeching. This is over a century of history of women coming together in the name of scholarship and social service. That is not fucking screeching. Do some fucking research. They were yelling out infidels. (laughs) (laughs) I I just need, I need people to do research, to look beyond their nose, the nose of their... Be, look beyond your world and see that other people are have been and are doing things and understand that a lot of the shit that you do, all of your vernacular at this point, if you're a millennial, is from black culture. Absolutely every last bit of it. You are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsinluxury.com. Hashtag us LuxNerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds in Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. 
But you can email me at Veronica at NerdsAndLuxury.com. Yeah, I usually get those looks when I use curse words mm-hmm. because they don't quite sound natural coming out of my mouth. Say fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I like the way you say fuck. It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, I actually just laughed about that the other day because I was like... When he it's it is when per- he starts it is perfection it really is when he starts it's saying curse perfect. words it's like everything yeah it's but that's that. when you know Shit. I mean I, <laughs> right I had, like last week last week I had a coworker tell me that he felt really uncomfortable around me because I was way too formal all the time and he needed me to curse so I cursed and it didn't change anything. <laughs> I was like, well, shit. He was like, no, and he well, was, oh, shit. And he was like, well, that's not right that's at all. no better. <laughs> no. Nope. Who get those Negroes? I was like, that well. Video, Damn it. I keep talking about these white girls, but that video of you, and they were having that loud-ass conversation, and you were recording them, <laughs> and the the facial expressions that Cedro goes through, you could just tell the whole fucking conversation was bullshit. What video was this? Well, you talk about the ones where they were out on the street and he just was casually yeah. filming them as you were down no, the block. they were the bar, right? Yeah, I was, I was just inside. I think that was a couple. Next to the bar. And, um, this must have been on Twitter. Must yes. have been. Okay. Yes, it was. Um, he is a member of the Twitter. And they were being, and they were being, <laughs> they were being very loud. So loud, in fact, that they were louder than the music <laughs> that was playing. Oh, that's ridiculous. They were loud. That's really loud. And I just posted a quick little video, and I was like, well, I'm being kind of (laughs) observant-ish, but they're being super loud, and Veronica's response was, your face is saying everything right now. (laughs) Yeah. There was no need for a background. Like, just the... And then, oh my, and then I just kept getting louder and louder and louder, and you're just like, oh. When, when, when white women get excited, and there's, (laughs) there's that timber in their voice that they achieve, like, that, like you were kind of doing it, just real strident. It's like their tongue rolls into the back of their throat a little. So bit. imagine a guy doing that. Yeah. Oh my god! I want to. Beyonce is like my. I mean, she is uh I'm sorry. <clears throat> amazing. Like I just. And now I'm gonna have to sit across from that every day for God knows how long. Oh dear. Oh. But <sighs> but you guys know that you know you guys know that Caucasian thing that Caucasians do where they say an adjective to describe something, but they have to pause after the first syllable. Uh, Amazing. Right. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Outstanding. Awesome. <laughs> it's just I feel like there are Caucasian, Caucasian people out there who would say, that's not true. And, and then, then do it. Yeah. Within an hour. <laughs> and I hope they're saying it like this. They would say, I, that is a lie. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is preposterous. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm really hoping they're saying, I listen to this podcast. It's called Nerds and Luxury. It is amazing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> there is a know. cadence and a rhythm to it. <laughs> That they is don't very listen to unique. our podcast. They never unique. know. I do know. They don't. All right. <clears throat> so today's word... 
is avocation. Avocation. A V O C A T I O N. Avocation. It is a noun, and it means something a person does in addition to a principal occupation, especially for pleasure, a hobby. Mm. Um, or it's a per- or it can also be a person's regular occupation, calling, or vocation. Comes from like vocation. So putting the uh, the a on your base isn't it basically vocation with an a in front of it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yet can also be a synonym of vocation? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Because typically... Right. Because because typically, typically, (laughs) ah, in front of something, ah, an, anti, um, am, im, in, those prefixes usually mean not. Right. So it's like the opposite of whatever it is. But an avocation is kind of the... (laughs) A hobby is kind of the opposite of a vocation. It is so, to like, a certain degree, sense. but then right. it's also it's like um, it's like cleave or literally mm-hmm. where they mean right the same like they mean one thing, but they also mean the opposite of the thing mm-hmm. that they're supposed to mean. Now, um, yeah, typically because context. of yeah. bastardization, right? But anyway, <clears throat> so the reason why I picked avocation is because today on um, today on ESPN two, it was taken over. All day by ESPN eight, the ocean. The ocean. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Eight. They have wow. eight ESPNs now. So wow. I didn't do my due diligence in the research for this, but the movie, if anyone remembers, Dodgeball, Dodgeball. a true underdog story. <clears throat> so that's a real thing. In that, I think it was. I want to say that it was a joke. I thought that's what I'm thinking. But then from the joke, it spawned a tradition where I'm not sure if it's multiple times a year, but it's at least once a year, one day, one of the ESPN channels is taken over by ESPN 8. Oh, the Ocho. <laughs> so it's and not what, even real. And what happens on this day or this time period that's of which hilarious. it happens is that all manner of hobbies, hobby games, side games, table games, things that people would normally not consider a sport or something like serious. All of the competitions that happen in like the world, like hoping in the world or across the country um, of those things, they get broadcasted. They get like a special, they get a segment, like a 30 minute hour long, two hour, depending on what it is. And so there are many different things today. Um, yes, there was a cornhole championship um, broadcasted. Uh, but And I know what that game is. Mm-hmm. Me too. But there were other things like hmm. lawnmower racing, <laughs> um, school bus eight, I mean, fig, um, school, school bus figure eight racing. What? Um... And I have a few things here that <laughs> I oh screenshotted the blurb about each of the things. Is So I'll read the title and I will give you um, what it says the description of it is for the show. 2019 World Sign Spinning Championship. (laughs) The 12th annual World Sign Spinning Championship in Las Vegas brings together sign spinners from more than 50 cities and a dozen countries to assess style, execution, and technical sign spinning ability. (laughs) 
Mm. Wait, these are the guys that sit out with the arrows on yeah. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so I didn't get the blurb for this next one, but I want people to know that it exists. Wow. So they're not only ju- like juggling was a thing was one of the events, but because I guess just regular juggling is boring to a certain degree, they add other elements to it. So there's combat juggling in which you juggle three clubs and another person across from you juggles three clubs. And the whole point is to try and stop the other person from being able to continue juggling, like make them drop their pin. So there are many different techniques used. Sometimes they just run at the other person to try and throw them off their game. (laughs) Sometimes they do things where they toss one really high in the air off to a slight distance brandish both of the clubs in their two hands and run over to the other person and try to swat one of their clubs out of the air and then catch the the one one that you threw and continue juggling before you know you drop it um that was actually how the guy won the championship um by that move there i'm not sure what it's called but i'm sure it's very difficult to execute Um, wow. Sometimes, wow. like, one of one of the points that the guy got was he threw his up in the air. It's typically, like, the main move to do something. You throw one up so that you have two in your hand <laughs> to use as clubs. And he put his arm over the other guy's club, swatted one of his clubs away, or up, excuse me, and then held the dude's club under his hand and prevented him from being able to catch the club falling down. So that was another death-defying move. Um, <laughs> but that was combat juggling. There's also dodge juggling. <laughs> <laughs> there are two kinds of dodge juggling. <laughs> two kinds of dodge juggling. <laughs> One version of dodge juggling is like dodgeball. Except on one side, you have five jugglers. They're all juggling um, three clubs and for this competition or this particular year, they decided to make all of the clubs like glow clubs. So they're white, but they have a light in oh them that like glow a certain color. Um, so they're all juggling glow clubs on one side. And the other side is a professional dodgeball player. <laughs> one, usually from the national team or a champion or like an MVP, <clears throat> someone who can really chuck the bitch. And their entire job is to, within one minute, make all five of the jugglers drop a pin, thus eliminating them. They can hit them anywhere on their body, and it doesn't count them as out. So not like traditional dodgeball rules. They just have to make them stop juggling, like not be able to juggle anymore. Um, But if they hit any one of them in the head, they're immediately disqualified, and the point (laughs) goes to the jugglers. Wow. So that's one of the dodge juggling. There is another dodge juggling in which you have two sides um and you have more people this time but you only have one person juggling on each side and the one person juggling is actually juggling five clubs still glow clubs still annoying but still glow clubs and the whole point is to pick up the balls on your side and make that one person drop a pin or not be able to juggle anymore 
Same thing applies. Can't hit them directly in the head, but I believe you can like ricochet it off the wall and hit them in the back of the head and it's okay. And so your team's job is to have one or two people like stand in front of the juggler to swat down any balls coming. And the rest of your team is trying to fuck up the other person's juggler. And that's the second form of dodge juggling. Wow. <clears throat> can I make dodge a really juggling. quick note? <clears throat> sure. For those of you who have listened to Nerds and Luxury since the beginning, or if you've gone back and listened to old episodes, this is not the first time we've talked about ball jugglers. We actually talked about <laughs> right. it in episode 21 when the word of the day was jongleur. 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 And, I, and we were also talking about um, Evil Becky. Her shake it off, girl. Oh. And we were talking about ball jugglers. So look back right. at it. <laughs> so the next one. <laughs> Ideal Electricians National Championship. <laughs> what? Again, Ideal Electricians National Championship. Okay. And the description is. <clears throat> Crowning the best electrician in North America from Lake Buena Vista, Florida. Based on what criteria? I recorded it on DVR. I'll get back to you on you, that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> because I had, like, I had, okay. Yeah, knowing no, I me, mean, I'm absolutely, how do you I, have me I, see I, this yeah, and I, not I, be like, curious I have to know what, what they're required right, to do. Right, like, right, I, let's I see have you to. put up that lighting fixture right. real fast. Right. If, guess which wire is live. <laughs> right. right. Blindfolded. Can, can you treat this like you treated the spelling bee and kind of live tweet it for us? Because well, it's too late now. Well, I did. I did earlier for some of the juggling oh, I stuff. Okay. I actually even posted like a clip of one of the moves in uh, combat juggling oh, Jesus, because it just. I yeah, it was just crazy. Anyway, so the next thing, I actually did see some of this European tram driver championship. <laughs> Isn't a tram those things that are yes. on the, the little tracks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The eighth European championship. So seven times before. Right. <laughs> this is the eighth time. The eighth European championship in Brussels with a record number of 25 teams from 21 countries. Disciplines include speed estimation with covered speedometer, target braking, exact stop, and tram bowling. The first things were exactly what they sounded like. And it was the mo- the driest thing I've... Like, I could imagine. When people say, I'd rather watch paint dry. <laughs> I could imagine. That is more interesting than what I watched. <clears throat> so they did the speed estimation. It was almost like a... It was almost like an obstacle course with trams in a section of street that was blocked off just for this competition. And so they would run to the different trams and like ride them and do whatever they needed to do at each thing. And it was like, everyone went through a round and they got points based on how close they stopped to something or how far away they were able to do whatever, or how like good they were able to maneuver, how fast they were able to go and come to a a emergency break stop, which was one of the things. And then at the very end, they had, tram bowling which was they get into the tram and they ride the tram on a straight line while two guys <laughs> hold an inflated ball 
one on either side of the tram track, move away at the last second. Like they would die if they were like yeah. the, the they were a little too close to it anyway, and it really wasn't that safe. So a lot of times, what would happen is they would run out early, and one of them would still kind of have his hand touching the ball a bit and like move the ball. So by the time the tram hit it. It wasn't even lined up to the bowling thing. So basically everyone who did that failed that last part. But it was supposed to hit the inflated ball into like these inflated pylons and knock them over. And whichever one they knocked over, they got points for. But no one really got that. Like the first person got one pin over and no one else got any other pins over. Because every time the dudes ran so hard for their lives... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that the ball would be like uneven so when the tram hit it it would immediately just you like go somewhere it, right. like like a bad person at a bowling alley like it was right. just all, it was every single time so we have tram bowling I'm sorry European tram bowling tram driver championship was one of the things <clears throat> US pizza team winter acrobatic trial <laughs> not to be confused with the summer right no totally different thing mm. yes veronica how many people of color i won't even say black people just people of color of a melanated background there were two there was a hispanic looking woman okay and there was a black guy neither of whom did well um (laughs) so the description featuring events such as freestyle acrobatics largest dough stretch Oh, fastest pie okay. maker gotcha. and fastest box folder. The grand prize for the freestyle event is a trip to Parma, Italy to compete wow. in the World Pizza Championships. So, so this, this is, is like Miss USA a, funneling USA. into Miss Universe? I, my, my coat, the one. But for uh, pizza skills? The, he, he talked about this. He was like, it was actually a thing where he worked at Domino's. He was like, you literally, yeah, you like, could, yeah, like, like right. they were like, you at Domino's, they would This one makes a little sense. There, this a makes dom- a little bit more like logical sense. sense. The There's a Domino's commercial where yeah, they yeah, show yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He might have been one of those guys because right. the, the first guy, the first guy did it very quickly, but he didn't quite do it the way that the dude did it in the commercial. Yeah. But I think it also had to do with the shit, like the way Domino's boxes are. Um, but he did it super quickly and then everyone else sucked ass. And I was like, what is this even? Like, he did, you had to fold five boxes. He folded his in like 26, 27 seconds. The clo- the next closest person was like 55 seconds. Damn. And I'm like, so nobody's going to be good? And that was the one where the black guy showed up. And I was like, oh, a black guy. <laughs> it took him like a minute, 20 seconds. <laughs> I was like, what are we? <laughs> I just walked it off was... the street. They needed some guys. They said, you needed the full pizza boxes. They said, they give me $20. But, but the, sketchy, the sketchy thing about it was that there were some people that stepped up as contestants that looked like they just walked off the street. Like, we just need some people. To, because th- most of the people were wearing like specific uniforms. And then there was a dude that was like in a suit and a tie <laughs> with like... It looked like it almost looked like a press badge around his like lanyard around his neck, and I'm like, this dude doesn't belong here. Um, He's here for free pizza. That's not. <laughs> that's not okay. Um, but that was that was also weird because the freestyle. I don't know if you've ever seen pizza dough freestyling, but think of the floor exercise for gymnastics. <laughs> But a much smaller space. <laughs> they still do it to music. 
they still end up sometimes oh, on their back no. kicking legs up while they like toss dough no. from hand to hand. <laughs> yes. No. And they do like shoulder rolls oh and like double oh, shoulder rolls. We literally lost Montego. He literally got up and left the room. <laughs> and yeah, like it, it was. I understand that. I would probably never be able to do any of that stuff nearly as efficiently as them, but it was pretty sad to watch. Like, <laughs> because it didn't even seem like, because the, the thing about it was that it didn't even seem like those people were like the best right. at doing yeah. it. Right. Like, it seemed like how I feel about mm. other countries sometimes <laughs> in certain sports when they're having their trials for the Olympics yeah. because of what they end up right. producing right. at the Olympics. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh my God, that must have been really hard to watch or judge or like Deal do whatever with. you need to do to select the best out of that group. If and you that's can, the if best you're just like half decent from those countries, you adv- you make it to the Olympics. Like that's what it. Yeah. That's what it. It just looked weird. Oh, mm. so I did actually have it. Dodge Juggle Three. Five jugglers running and juggling in hopes to keep their juggle alive as people throw dodgeballs at them in attempt to make them slip. <clears throat> and the final one. There were more, but I, th- there was only so much bullshit and like weirdness that you could really take. The last one, slippery stairs. <laughs> oh, what did okay. that entail? Slipping down the steps? Five men and women, because women can be anything, compete at the Orange County Fair against slippery obstacles to race to the top of multiple flights of stairs. And my thing was, that's really rude to do to people because I've seen how people get confused at an escalator becoming just a staircase. (laughs) So I couldn't imagine what it would be like to have stairs that didn't have traction. Right. (laughs) Like, I just, that's a cruel thing to do. I'm sorry. Like it's, uh-uh. it sounds like doesn't it sound like one of those Japanese game shows? Yeah, right. No, that you can't quite understand. Right. Like, isn't that a Japanese <laughs> game look, show? Did, how many how many people watch Rick and Morty? Yeah, I've, oh, seen, that's you know, true. I've seen some episodes. Yeah. So the, all these games sound like something that they would watch <laughs> on interdimensional cable. Like you know, if you've ever seen the interdimensional cable episodes, like this, what the fuck is this? I mean, I literally have watched people at the mall, like the, the escalators is stopped, and they're like used to just keeping, you know, they're they're used to keeping on going, and they get to it, and they're like, you see them waiting for it to start again, <laughs> like you want, see yeah. that, like that that split second in their head where they're like, well, is it gonna start? Like, uh, and you're like, no, get your fucking ass up there, like start walking. <laughs> Like, Today get, it get, is stairs. It you know is the ones at that mall are tiny, so it's not like you can get like two or three people up. Like it's like a one person. No, it's one yeah. person. Like you. So if you're stuck behind, you know, everyone going to fucking Cheesecake Factory, like you're you're fucked. You're, you're fucked. <gasps> Fat Americans going to Cheesecake. I just, I just no, make I, sure I bring my ass in there too. When people are in the way on escalators, I just stand. I get very close to them and make sure that my beard is within like five <laughs> inches of their face and say very loudly. And strongly, like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. And when they turn around, like, they're right. They, like, mm-hmm. they, they almost have no choice but to move or be bearded. So Be bearded. <laughs> and you don't want to get bearded. Let so, me tell you. So, um, I lied. The final thing is actually something, uh, it was called 
Hedis. H-E-A-D-I-S. Hedis. And imagine, imagine you're playing ping pong. Instead of the paddle, you use your head. And instead of a ping pong ball, it's like a handball-sized volleyball. Is there a table involved? Oh, yes, you're playing ping pong. So, so there's basically th- playing ping pong with your head in a ball. Yeah. It's like the most drunk white frat boy game. <laughs> I was going right. to I was gonna say, say this sounds like something that came And the up only at, people like, who uh, were playing it drunk frat white boys. Maybe in a past life, all of these people um I haven't used this term in a while, but yokel? Oh, okay. okay. Appalachia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Like yeah. it was very if you guys aren't all from West Virginia, I mean, your people are from West Virginia. Like it was the, it was like they all had slightly long, tattered, unkempt, and I've never washed my beard or legs type of way. Sorry, and half of mean, the though. and half of the guys were over like sixty. Oh. It was very bizarre. I was I was hoping the average age would be closer to like It was like 45. a couple of guys who looked like they might be in their 30s, maybe one guy in his like late 20s, but everybody else was at least 49. The sport of Hedis began on the campus of the <laughs> University of West Virginia in the 1960s. <laughs> and like <laughs> That's what I, it's so funny you said West Virginia because I was like it's University of West Virginia. I guarantee you they, And I didn't They thought of this. I can't describe to you the level of offended that I was. (laughs) Your face is telling me a lot. As a table tennis player. As a table tennis impresario. I just, I didn't, I mean. What have they done with the beautiful game? Because because as much as I want to personally and subjectively just be like, ban this, burn this. (laughs) I had to look at it. Like, I kind of had to look at it from a very... uh, like analytical, like let me at least analyze the form that they're using. Like maybe there's skill involved to, to do this. this. And it's not like there wasn't, <laughs> but it just didn't matter. Ha. It just didn't. Ha. None of it mattered. What was the longest volley you witnessed? Like, <laughs> um, like maybe how long could they keep it? Maybe going? like, maybe like eight to 10 shots. Yeah. But there were some really weird things going on. Like dudes getting, on their knees in ways I had only seen in like porn. Mm. <laughs> um, like one of the guys like served it with his, I mean, of course, wait, with wait, his head. Wait. He served the ball. How do you even serve the ball? How hard? How hard is the ball? How? Okay, so you can use your hands at some point. I mean to serve, okay, but that's just it. To serve. Okay. But that's it. Is okay. it still the same rule where it's one bounce? That's all yes, you... yes. Still and same how rule. How fast is the? What's the velocity at which the it's, ball? It's not really going fast. that fast, but some of them have developed techniques to spike it in yeah. their in the way of spiking it, which kind of just resembles if you ever Heading seen a header in soccer. In soccer yeah. Or, um, so they did that, but the guy served it, and then as soon as he served it, I guess to throw the other person off because you can also volley it because uh-huh. you can do that in ping pong as well or volleyball or whatever. Um, and if you don't know, volleying means hitting it before it bounces once on your side. Right. Um, so to throw the dude off, he served it. And then he immediately <laughs> did this like cat pass onto the table so that he was sitting like 
uh, is it crisscross applesauce? Yes. Okay. Um, he was sitting with his legs crossed, <laughs> and as soon as the guy hit it back over, he like spiked it. But he was sitting in a like the <laughs> the movement was so. Um, She's watching. It just it felt now. it felt so acrobatic. <laughs> and I didn't really understand what I was watching at first. And then, of course, of course, because it's ESPN. Ocho. The Ocho. Right. They, gave, they gave you a slow motion replay of his winning, like, of the winning point. And I, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, She's wa- it's a lot. Sosa's watching on TV again. <laughs> no, just And they do many things. Like, they dive across the table. Because the table is even more uh, sturdy than, like, it's more reinforced than a ping pong table. Of course, because they're putting weight on it. Yeah, they they can throw their bodies on it and stuff. They fucking crazy. (laughs) I don't want to hear anything else about the Master Race anymore. I'm over it. That shit right there. Oh, shit. He just dove again. (laughs) (laughs) That shit right there. So, wait. Is the head is, is, like, does, like, Spalding or somebody make a headis ball, or is it just a volleyball or some ball from another? I, I don't sport? know. Like oh, I feel like I feel like they just get a handball or like okay. it's like a mini, do- like a little white dodgeball or something. Like it's it's very bizarre. I will not. This is glorious. It felt like it felt like I was watching. <laughs> if like you know when things evolve into something else. Like it felt like what beer pong became because they ran out of cups, right? <laughs> and the ping pong balls all got we'll smashed. We'll use our hands. And it was like, oh, I still have this like this <laughs> this little dodgeball from like whenever the fuck. And then like they just started doing this, and it became the thing because they didn't have to buy a whole bunch of ping pong balls and solo cups. Like it just it was that bleak. When drinking games turn into a sport. <laughs> Isn't well, that- these are the type. If 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 we're going to do an ESPN Diocho, I think it was Jason Bateman saying that in dodgeball. Now, these are the things I think one would want to see on Diocho. Here to separate well, the wheat from the chaff, I mean, the look, men from the boys. And there the- are there are so many <laughs> sports networks now, and there's so many that are not only the ones that broadcast on like terrestrial cable or whatnot, but now there's internet streaming networks. Mm-hmm. And they need content. I guess so. They, they, there's so many of them. There's Stadium Network. There's like a whole... And they're putting crazy shit on these networks that just to fill the air. Like there was the there was the the Babe Ruth baseball tournament was on one of them the other day. Like weird shit you, you'll never ever see, you know, never seen before on television. Um well, if you're cornhole is on regular TV, is yeah. on like the big ones now. Like cornhole comes on ESPN and ESPN. Beer too, pong, like, beer normally. pong championships. Cornhole is a game that I don't even think playing in your leisure makes sense. <laughs> Why am I trying to get this stupid ass beanbag? You dumb hole. Playing cornhole, you are. Bored. Which gender do you think came up with that one? And why do you think they came up with a game to toss a bag into a hole care. from a distance? Yeah, right. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Giggity. They were playing. They were playing cornhole when we went to topping. <laughs> <laughs> I think at one point we kind of were like standing outside at night watching them. Like, I, I'm not, and I don't really know why. <laughs> Because, but we were cornhole is being played. There is a level of boredom that has entered this the situation. But they, they looked like they were having so much fun. I've I mean, never it, had fun if you're drinking, cornhole. so okay, so <clears throat> have you ever played horseshoes? 
Yeah. yeah. Another useless game. I don't I mean, I feel why. like I feel like um what is the thing that <sighs> But more exciting to me than cornhole. Like, Jalen Rose says something where it's like, is it is it cultural or is it <sighs> my goodness. It's like, is it cultural or is it something? And it's like his code word for saying well, cultural is his code word for saying it has to do with your race and how you were brought up. <laughs> right. And like it's a cultural thing. Like mm-hmm. the same way that sometimes like Southern black culture is used to playing horseshoe, like, or certain things, like certain people are used to playing darts or shuffleboard or like those types of games. Like cornhole is like that. It's one of those games where you don't really have to try hard, but of course there are going to be people that are places that try hard and like compete in it every year. There's, like it's one of those things where it's like you can just dr- you can drink and be at a cl- like you can be at a bar and like play this game. Well, cornhole's a little bit more difficult, but at the bar that I bounce at, like they have cornhole there. There's there the I saw the I saw a okay. skee ball championship on one of those <laughs> networks back in the so Jesus. and skee ball is just indoor cornhole really with multiple holes. That's all it's made no, you throw the ball. ball it's like a roller cornhole. Right? Very roller dangerous corn. game. <laughs> roller cornhole. That yeah. when not played appropriately and safely can result in injury. What's it because ski balls are basically like pool cues. <laughs> like <laughs> And then there's always that one teenager which wants to chucks it at the <laughs> chucks it at the hole and scares everyone in the place. Well, I mean, how else are you really supposed to get it in the damn hole? You crawl up the thing and you, you just roll put up it in. Or that. Well, I mean, you that's... clearly were trying to scheme on some tickets. That's what you were trying to do. No, you trying I'm, to get some I tickets. I don't play sports ball, so I did the thing that I knew to do, which was get up there and drop it in the hundred. That's what I'm saying. Drop it in the hundred. Get them tickets so you can get what from An the eraser. state. <laughs> the furry head eraser. I mean, I just want to put it out there. If you 25 are... tickets for the furry head eraser. Oh, God. If you have a terrestrial cable show and you are looking for some talent we're here <laughs> we have salaries that need to be covered but we're we're open to talking to you if you need some we'll play uh, any of those games yeah we may not win anything but we'll be damn we'll it you want to have games. four black folks and a white boy that mm, probably isn't all that into it anyhow come together and play some cornhole or mash box or whatever you were watching Tram racing, headed. Look, from the way some of those dodge juggling teams looked, like (laughs) we could be a dodge juggling team. I can at least juggle three. That should be on a t shirt. I can't juggle, so. Me either. Yeah. I mean, but you only need well for one of them. You only need one, and then what? Like everyone else is Montego. You stand in front of me because you're the tallest. Yeah, and then you guys just throw well, at the opposing juggler. Look at that! We've already got a strategy. We've already we've, we've got already to put got our, Sosa. We we've got to put Sosa <laughs> on, on, the, on, the, uh, on the weak side of the juggler so that she can stand upright and tall, and with her purse. But we in have to her train hand, first, and that way. <laughs> Are she you can saying block. that I'm going to be a juggler? No, I'm saying you're going to be a blocker. No, dear. If you can uh, dodge a wrench, you can, you can dodge, dodge a ball. ball. Dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> you can bad. dodge traffic. You can dodge a ball. <laughs> All right, everybody, that was episode 46 of Nerds and Luxury. Please visit nerdsandluxury.com for all of your swag needs. Purchase, help support the podcast any way you can. Uh, Visit your favorite platform and give us a rating, give us a comment, give us a review, and we'll see you next time. Dopest flyers, OG pimpliers, dopest flyers, OG pimpliers, dopest flyers, OG pimpliers, dopest flyers, OG pimpliers, dopest flyers, flyers, flyers.
flyers, loud and headphones of flyers, dopers, flyers, OG pimp the gangster player, hardcore motherfuckers. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist. Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence. Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence. We holy shoes to be self evident.